Welcome. This is my favorite mortgage podcast. I am Jamie Booth, a licensed loan officer in Arizona and Texas, and we are doing a field trip for today's podcast. We decided um, when we are in the middle of February with 71 degree weather, why not get out and kind of rub it in to all of our listeners that are dealing with snow and cold weather. So thank you for joining. I have a returning guest with us today, Ms. Eunice Gillis. Hi, everybody. Licensed realtor here in Southern Arizona. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for doing this with me. Always a pleasure, always a lot of fun. I just really enjoy coming and shooting the breeze with you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then look, look where you, we're at. I mean, my favorite mountain views right here. Yeah. This is uh, Mount Lemon. We've got Push Ridge behind mm -hmm. us. This is in Oral Valley, uh, just north of. Tucson. Mm -hmm. is, it's still considered Tucson, right? Um, or is it? It's Oro Valley at this point, but a lot of people, you know, for ease of sake, they say Tucson. You know, yeah. And we say north, northeast. So, yeah. Okay. So we want to go over kind of what it's like to relocate here. Uh, we have a lot of military personnel that mm -hmm. are relocating here and how we make the process easy with kind of the areas that are around. You do a lot of FaceTime videos uh, for people that are relocating here, sight unseen a lot yes, of the times. Yes, a lot of the times, yes. So we are basically their eyes and ears. Um, we try to capture as much of what they're looking for. We look for any red flags. We point mm -hmm. them out as best as we can. We bring in the best inspectors to help through that process and you know, as real estate agents, there's certain things, of course, conversations that we cannot have, but we are the source of any information that they need, and we get that over to them so they can make their own decisions educated based on decisions. And educated decisions based on the uh, things that we can forward to them. Is there? Can you give us an example of something that you're not allowed to talk about or share with a, a potential? Yes. So thing? one of the things that we hear a lot is, um, you know, we want to live somewhere safe. And unfortunately, because that is so subjective, that what we do is we send them what's called a buyer advisory and has multiple links and things like that that they can inquire about, like schooling, um, neighborhood information, um, like crime rates, crime rates okay. and things like that. I mean, we live in a beautiful town. I've lived here for over 40 years and I love every single corner of it, no matter where it is. So I think it's just more just making them feel comfortable, at ease, getting getting right. them familiar, more in the aspect of what amenities are you looking for? Right. What is your lifestyle? You know, what are the things that you enjoy doing? Hiking. Hiking. Golf. Golf. Yeah. Dinners, you know, lunches, shopping. shopping. Those are the things that we really focus on and what areas are going to more embrace that lifestyle for them. Yeah. So we, we have a lot of avid cyclers, motorcycles, mm, um, right. myself, you know, with my husband, we go uh, motorcycle riding. So we know all the little places to go for these amazing rides out in the country, you know. Um, what kind of motorcycle do you guys We have, have? a Harley Street Glide. Okay. So <laughs> we really do enjoy Do you have a sidecar? No, no sidecar. <laughs> <laughs> no sidecar. Um, so I ride the back, of course, and um, we love going up to Bisbee, Tombstone, Sonoida. Kind of, you kind of sit in a chair just, and just, you just sit relax. Back, just relax and our guts, our helmets on and, of course, be safe, you know, get our full gear on. 
Um, they say, you know, you don't dress for, for the ride, you dress for the slide, as they say. So mm. we have our full leathers on. And so we're just always, you know, making sure that we follow all safety you know, protocols when it comes to that. So we'll touch you on that. And so not real estate or mortgage, um, lane splitting. What's your opinion on lane splitting <laughs> with motorcycles? <laughs> so in Arizona, that law just changed. Uh, lane splitting is only allowed when traffic is stopped. And the reason for that, you just, of course, be very diligent, be very careful while you're doing it. But it's because when motorcycles idle for too long, they tend to overheat. So that gives a cyclist an opportunity to get to the front of the pack. It also lessens their risk of injury by getting in front of the vehicles instead of getting caught behind in between vehicles, which a lot mm. of times that can cause an accident. So, so in Arizona, it used to not be legal? Correct. And now, as long as there's a stop traffic at a light or something, you can, they can lane they can, split. They can lane split. But and of course, they have to be conscious of and be on the lookout, be offensive, you know, defensive, <laughs> offensive while they're doing it. Um, right at your own risk, Right guys. at your own risk. But <laughs> for example, if they're caught in traffic um, on the freeway and it's a complete stop, they can lane split there too. Then, But of course, everything safely. All right. So. Does your husband lane split? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> but he's always very careful, very, very careful. So, And, you know, this time of year, too, is when we see a lot of bikes out on the road yes. because they are enjoying this weather and they're going to the nice towns. I see a lot of riders going yes. up to Sedona and yeah. uh, Tombstone is That's, another one. Sedona is a beautiful ride um, anywhere going up to Flagstaff. You know, Sholo Payson is another really fun ride uh, going that road up there. So just always head on swivel, you know, just always pay attention to the road. Yeah. And what's what's your surroundings. I did so. not know we were going to go down this route. I know. Right. Like, but, you know, if you it's, guys it's, it's not have just any estate. questions <laughs> about, you know, riding in, in southern Arizona, mm -hmm. you know, um, I know we've talked about it before. I mm -hmm. see pictures on your social about your rides. Mm -hmm. Do you ha do you have your own bike? I don't. No. Do you know how to ride your own bike? I, I don't. And I, <laughs> I keep away from riding my own motorcycles. I'm so accident prone. I'm just you? Two, two left feet and I'm clumsy and I fall and trip. So this I just, is why I love yeah, her. I, I'm, I'm so the same. <laughs> I, <laughs> so I just say, yeah, I'll just, no. <laughs> just be a passenger. Yeah. Yeah. This is me. Well, thank you again for coming on. Um, I know I, we like to start off with some dad jokes. Um, and we were... We're in our sunglasses. The only thing we're missing are our coffee mugs. Oh my gosh. Right? Yes. So, um, all right, here's one. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> Why do you, what do you do with a sick chemist? Mm. I don't know. What do you do with a sick gosh. chemist? <laughs> well, if you can't helium and you can't, Cronium, <laughs> then you might bury them. <laughs> I messed that one up so bad. Oh my well, god! How do you say the middle one? Oh my If you gosh. can't helium, and you can't curium, curium, curium. That's right. Well, okay. I haven't looked at the periodic table in like decades. Oh so my god! Forgive me on that one. Curium. Speaking of education. Um, I just saw that you finished uh, a specialized education in real estate. I did. And what, what is the award that you just um, 
Not award, certificate, I it's would say. It's a certificate of achievement for 2024. So as real estate agents, we have a continuous education that we have to complete every two years. Right. And So do we. We've got a lot of that. So it's a requirement that we have to complete what's called 24 hours of continuous education within a two-year time frame. And I completed 57 hours within one year. Ooh. So not only did I complete my required 24 hours in a year, but I also completed 30 plus additional. some plus additional yeah. hours of continuous education. And when you do such a task, you by the Arizona Association of Realtors, you earn a recognition of um, Education Achievement Award. Gotcha. So, I gotcha. I was able to obtain that. <laughs> I know you've got like relocation specialists, military specialists, um, luxury specialists. Yeah. Um, so I have a certification, a senior residential specialist certification, pr uh, pricing strategy advisor certification, oh. military relocation <laughs> specialist, and um, luxury specialist as well. So. Um, luxury doesn't mean multi-million dollar homes or anything like that. It's just that you're able to work with a vast and various different scopes of real estate. So, we sorry, we had a, we had, <laughs> we, see the recycling truck is out. Oh my gosh. Um, surprised we're not hearing aircraft too, right? We're by the Air Force Base. So. We'll probably hear a jet at some point. We'll stay long enough. But yeah. Oh, a chopper. But yes, yeah, so yes, many, many um, certifications, but that is just not for me, but more so that I'm ready and able to help my clients no matter what the circumstance. What their scenario, what their scenario is or what is. they're looking mm -hmm. to do when they yeah. move here. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. And I would say, you know, my my new assistant and I were chatting yesterday. We have um, a, a pre-approved buyer and you know we work with all realtors but we have our specialized realtors because we know that you guys are full-time this year career you know the market you're reading up on the market you're staying in touch so when we were asking um this buyer who's your realtor it was just a friend and you know we started asking some really tough questions mm -hmm. like how many deals did, did this person do? How long have they been a realtor? Is this their full-time job? Mm -hmm. Is this part-time? Because statistically, you work with someone who's part-time. You know, I'm, yes, there are some good, so don't come after me for that. But if you're working a nine-to-five and shit starts hitting the fan, mm -hmm. you can't get on the phone to negotiate that deal, to save the deal, to work together because you're unavailable. Yes, and we've experienced that together where, yes. um, you know, as an expert, our clients will never know the chaos that is happening behind <laughs> scenes when a deal is just imploding, yes. you know. And, um, and deals implode specifically because of that, where someone is maybe not as savvy or trained on mm -hmm. how to navigate through those obstacles and those challenges that can arise. We have VA loans, conventional loans, FHA loans. There's certain specifications that come with an FHA loan that you as a lender know the rules and the scope of the lending aspects of it. But us as agents understand the housing needs of 
those particular type buyers. The property you know, requirements. The property requirements, yeah. the red flags, what will show up on a VA, Tidewater, for example. Well, let me stop you right there. Let's explain to people that are listening, what is Tidewater? Tidewater is where the appraiser, the, the VA appraiser comes in and um, they're not finding comps to support the purchase price. And so we are given an opportunity to right. present or get together with, if I'm on the list side or the buy side, it gives the, li the listing agent an opportunity to present the comparisons to support that purchase price. So um, as a buyer's agent and someone who takes three to four appraisal classes every year, I can honestly say I think I've had in my five years almost that I've been doing real estate only two Tidewaters. And, but and one of them was, was our deal. <laughs> one was our deal. And it was 100% accurate because um, I had already prepared my buyer for mm. this because I knew if it didn't qualify under how it was listed and it went the, the other direction, we already we were prepared. And so it wasn't a surprise. It wasn't a surprise. Right. It wasn't a surprise. And we were correct in our initial yeah. um, uh, research right. that it was probably not going to appraise as it was listed. And right. so because of that, we were able to negotiate and kind of scramble and get it all sorted out. And, um, and I think that's a tough pill to swallow when is. you're a seller mm -hmm. and you've got an agent that said, oh, it's worth this much mm -hmm. and maybe didn't do all that due diligence mm -hmm. to find out what the comps are. Mm -hmm. And so the seller in their head, they get, oh, I'm going to make X dollar a, amount. Right. Mm -hmm. This amount. And then we have to be the bearer of bad news that it didn't appraise for that price. Correct. And VA is the only one that gives us that small window of opportunity to say, prove it. Prove it. Mm -hmm. you, you don't get that on other You don't appraisals. get that on other appraisals. Also, when it comes to any type of a repair, they also give you that opportunity to correct it before making that final decision yeah. on there. And I think from the seller's standpoint, when they're seeing this dollar amount that they've been hoping for and wishing for, they get the offer that they're they want, and then we have to come back and say, the value isn't there. As a seller, it's disappointing mm -hmm. to, to say, well, I'm not gonna get this money. And they start planning, what am I gonna do with this? What debts am I gonna pay off? Okay. And I think that's also you know, coming back to who you work with matters and the part-time you know, person who doesn't know how to even answer what Tidewater is, mm -hmm. is why it's so extremely important to work with someone who is, this is their career. They're living and breathing. They're understanding the market. They understand how fast things change yes. day to day. And what worked yesterday on an offer doesn't work today. Doesn't work today. Mm -hmm. And that ability to shift and change mm -hmm. is crucial in getting that person's contract accepted. You're, you're almost like a shapeshifter <laughs> in a transaction because you have to be able to just go from a real high to a real low in a matter of like seconds or even a day. Yeah. And to keep that same level of coolness through each of those highs and lows, you know, you, you get really good at it. Yeah. And But the best part is that your clients never see that. You know, behind the scenes, you might punch a wall, but they'll never know. And then that's our job. That's our job to let, that's when you know you're a professional, that they don't even realize all this is going on right. in the background. Right. You know, they just know that you came across as the one who got it done. And, right. and everything that's what they'll else, remember. That's what they'll remember. Yeah. yeah. And you really don't want them to remember the, the bad side of it. So, right. 
um, by being prepared and, and, and just, you always prepare for, you want the, you want the best outcome. But myself, as a professional, will always prepare for what could possibly go wrong and how I'm going to address it. So it's almost like we're mind readers, in a sense, yeah. of projecting what could happen in that path. Yeah. You always have plan B in your back pocket. Yes, exactly. Always. Always. And that's what, you know, we've worked together for so many deals that I see that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when we were talking to this buyer and they're telling us, you know, their friend or um, couldn't say who, who, what their last name was doesn't know how long. And that's where I'm like, you know what, this, you know, when you work with me, I'm, I'm going to require that you work with a professional. Mm -hmm. And it's going to behoove you. It's going to make the whole deal seamless. It is going to make that experience of buying a house, which is already stressful, mm -hmm. less stressful. Mm -hmm. And maybe require is the wrong word. All right, don't come at me for that <laughs> one either. But I'm going to make the suggestion mm -hmm. and really try to have you see the value of a full-time professional in it career versus four deals over the last 20 years and they hang their license for, their, for whatever reason. Right. And we're not gonna get that person into contract. We're gonna get all these documents in prequal and we're gonna get them ready, but then the schedule doesn't permit and they're missing out on deals. They can't see the house. They're basically on their own. They're going to sign another lease mm -hmm. more times than not yeah. and not buy that house. And, and it's not to say that we, we have some exceptional real estate agents out there. This is not to bash or this is not to discredit or anything right. like that. But this is more just, you know, when you're making the biggest purchase and one of the biggest choices in your life, you want that best representative of yeah. whatever that industry is has to offer. You mentioned a uh, comparison from <clears throat> a, a specialized surgeon, mm -hmm. doctor. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. A good example, um, you know, it's, in, you could have a thousand transactions, but be the, the worst, you know. Um, you could have 20 transactions and be the best, you know. So it's, it's, I don't see it as transactional more in the scope of, do you understand me? Do you understand right. my needs? Do you, can you rise up to the level of my needs as a consumer, as a client, and I have very unique or special circumstances, and do you know how to navigate through that? Right. And that's where my training comes in. Yes. And that's why I focus on my training, so that when those special circumstances arise, I know how to navigate through right. them. Right, right. Thank you for that. And I, and I, I you know, want to put my asterisk. I'm not saying, you know, there's part-time ones that are bad. I'm just... I'm just saying that the odds are the odds are, and the numbers really don't lie because we've taken enough prequels over the last you know 15 years mm -hmm. where maybe they're not working with the, the partner that I've aligned myself with. Mm -hmm. We see them signing leases, or we we don't ever get them to that finish mm -hmm. line. But if I see that they're working with Eunice, I I'm like a hundred percent certain it's the it's such a shift mm -hmm. and it's such a like, okay, they're good. They're good. You, you almost feel like, okay, sense of relief. Yes. They're, they're in good hands. Yes. And that's the objective that you want them to know that they're in good hands, that all the work that everybody's doing behind the scenes, it's not going to fall apart. And right. goodness gracious, like I'm, 
I've had them fall apart myself, but it wasn't due to anything that we did wrong. And I think that's the difference, right? Yeah. It, it has nothing to do that anything that we did not help them prepare for or be ready for. There were just circumstances that were outside of our control right. that we couldn't and that's help just them through that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just and, life. But yeah, it just... You know, life stuff just happens all the time. You know? Well, again, thank you for coming to the park today. This is fun. I like the park. I think I, uh, like I was I was just like, I don't want to be in the office. And, you know. Yeah, we have these gorgeous views behind us. And I love watching all the little doggies running around. There's so many people walking their dogs. And it's gorgeous. I think it was 60 degrees when I pulled up, but now it feels like it's 70. It is getting hotter. Yeah, warm. I can feel, feel the heat. But you know what, um, when we have to deal with the 115 degree weather, this is what it's for. Yeah, that's another question yeah. I get. Speaking of 115 degree weather, a lot of clients will say, what do you do in the, you know, when the weather gets really hot? And I said, well, I think you prepare for it just like people prepare for the winter. That's right. You know, you just adjust your schedule according to the whatever the weather is going to be. And you just prepare for that. You do things a little earlier, you do things at night. And right. then in the middle of the day, you know, you really just don't do a whole you lot. You kind of stay indoors. You stay indoors. It's <laughs> the exact opposite mm -hmm. where, you know, a lot of people up north and the rest of the country come out in the summer. Mm -hmm. We hide. Mm -hmm. We hide. <laughs> and we come out in the winter. Yes. <laughs> we're just opposite. <laughs> we're, we're like Australia. <laughs> yes. Our water flows the yes. same. Yes, exactly. <laughs> we, we don't prepare any different. Right. For someone who's preparing for winter, you know, right. we prepare for you the summer. You make sure your air conditioning air filters, you got your Freon, you carry water with you. Yep, water mm -hmm. all the time. I know Michelle has her her water bottle like it's a blanket, a security yep. blanket. Yeah, you carry your water, <laughs> you make sure your tires are good, and, yep. you know, just prepare. You just it's prepare. funny, um, something that we do that we, do, we subconsciously do that we don't even know is... We, when we're parking at a grocery store or something, we're scanning for the shade. For the shade. Oh, exactly. We don't scan for the closest. I, I'm like, I don't care if I have to walk. You scan for the shade. Mm -hmm. And our sun visors, it's like just... Yeah, automatic. Automatic. Just pull that sun out. Sun visors. Yeah. And don't wear shorts and get into a car with leather seats. Leather seats. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Oh, that'll Not burn that I haven't done that before. We've all done it, though. We've all done it. And your steering wheel, you're like, ah, ah. So we have our oven mitts to dry yep. our car. You yep. Know. But so. no, I love Arizona. I love everything that Arizona has to offer. Um, it's beautiful here. I've been here for, gosh, give away 40. my age. How? 50, 40, 43, 44, 45 years. Oh, gosh. You don't look old enough. I yeah basically basically, basically. i yeah. think i've been here long enough to consider myself a a, a native a native yeah so well thank you all for listening turning tuning in uh this is my favorite mortgage podcast we are streaming on youtube all major platforms spotify iheart radio apple music please like rate and share and guys if you're interested in relocating done shoveling snow and having to deal with salt and on the roads and rust. We don't get rust. I don't know if you or, guys- Or maybe you want to ride your motorcycle yeah. more. Or maybe you want to get yeah. on your bicycle more. F you feel know. free to reach out. You can find us um, on TikTok, Instagram, uh, my fave mortgage 
at gmail.com is our email. Eunice, thank you again oh, for fun. having a field trip with me. Always fun. And um, we'll, we'll do this more often until it gets to 115. Yeah. And then we'll go indoors. We'll go indoors. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.